Welcome to Power for Your Living podcast with Prophet Daniel Amwating, a timely, inspirational, and revelational message to restore your life and destiny. This message gives you the power to live your best life given to you by God. Now, to today's message. It's when David, God has used David in different wars, different battles, and has governed his people for a while, a longer years. And Bible says that David one day called all his army generals and he said, I want to pounce all the people I have. Which was an instruction that God had given him that he shouldn't do, but he did it. So, when he counted the people, scripture says that God was angry at him. And he knowing what God has said, Bible says that his heart smote him and God was not happy with him. And God said that because of what you have done, you cannot go unpunished. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, we have the power to choose, but we don't have the power to choose the consequences of our choices. So God said that I'm not going to let you go free. So let me start. That is the background of the story. So let us look at verse 24. Before David got up the next morning, the word of the Lord had come to God, the prophet, David's seer. Go and tell David this is what the Lord says. I am giving you three options. Somebody shout three options. Three options. Shout three options. Three options. Choose one of them for me to carry against you. Wow. Verse 13. So God went to David and said to him, Shall there come upon you three years of famine in your land? So these are the options. Option number one. That you will go into three years of famine. No rain. No, the earth will not produce. Nothing will work for you. Three years. This is God saying. And he said, number two. Or three months of fleeing from your enemies. Whilst they pursue you. So David, you can choose three years of famine or I will just give you three months and I will give you into the hands of your enemy. Or option three, three days of plague in your land. That one, I, God, will handle it. So the first option is that three years of famine. The second option, three months of me giving you into the hands of your enemies. The third option, three days, I will handle you. That's right. <laughs> you know, God is interesting sometimes. <laughs> now then, think over it. So God gave him an opportunity that I want you to think through. This is not a decision you will just make. David, I'm giving you time. I'm giving you three options. Go and think through them. And decide how I shall answer the one who sent me. So, verse 14. Let's look at David's uh, decision. David said to God, I am in deep distress. Let us fall into the hands of the Lord. So David said that, you see, you have given me three options. One is three years of famine. That one, I don't like it. Then he said, if I consider option number two, may drinking option number two, one, three months of giving you into the hands of your enemies. The way our enemies are pursuing us. God, if you give me into their hands three months, by the time you come, then I'm finished. Some of us, the way the enemy is pursuing you, may you not fall into the hands of your enemies. I say, may you not fall into the hands of your enemies. Amen. And he said that, I like option number three. I want to be the three days. I want to be in the hands of God. Let God, he 
himself. Discipline me. Because I know that even in his anger, there is mercy. Yes. He said that I want God to discipline me. Because for the three days, maybe somewhere, somehow, he will find mercy upon me. May God show you mercy. I say, let God show you mercy. But do not let me fall in the hands of men. I cry in the name of Jesus. Jesus. May you not fall into the hands of men. May you not fall into the hands of men. When you fall into a hand of a man, the man will destroy you. May I not fall into the I want to fall into the hands of God instead of falling into the hands of men. Because even in God, in his anger, he will show me mercy. Amen. May God show you mercy. Amen. I say, let God show you mercy. Amen. Let's go to verse 15. I just want to give you a background. So the Lord sent a play. God said that, okay, if this is what you have said, then this is the action. God sent a plague. He sent a plague on Israel from the morning until the end of the time designated. So God said that you have asked for three days. And so for the three days, I am going to send a plague. And God sent it on time. In the morning, it came. And when the plague came from the morning, Bible says that from the morning, afternoon, evening, 70,000 people from Dan to Bathsheba died. Because of one man. Someone said 70,000 people. 70,000 people. Shall 70,000 people. 70,000 people. There was mass burial. Every house, somebody was dying. The angel of the Lord moved and the angel of the Lord started destroying people, killing people. Finds a mother, he will strike. Finds a father, he will strike. Finds children, he will strike. And 70,000 people died. But the three days was not yet up. The angel of the Lord, there is something about the angels of God. That when an assignment is given to them, they will just do it with no emotions because they are not humans. I declare in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Let an angel move from this house this today and enter into the camp of your enemies. And let the angel destroy your enemies. Somebody shout, I receive it. You are very beautiful when ahead of your age. You are very pretty. Died. <laughs> now the angel was killing. When the angel stretched out his hand to destroy Jerusalem, so the angel has killed from Dan to Bathsheba. Now he entered into Jerusalem. It was time for Jerusalem people to die. When the angel stretched his hands to strike the city of Jerusalem, the Lord was grieved because of the calamity and said to the angel who was afflicting the people, enough. Somebody shout enough. Somebody shout enough. Somebody shout enough. I declare in the name of Jesus whatever calamity that has entered the home, Whatever calamity that is plaguing your people, I stand in the shoes of the prophet and I declare, enough! Somebody shout, enough! Shout, enough! Shout, enough! God said, God said, enough! God said, enough! God said, I have given three days 
to destroy the people and I will not have mercy upon them. But when the angel got to Jerusalem and he wanted to strike, God stood on his feet and said, enough. Now why did God say enough? Oh, Malush Katia Palava. Mr. Marvin, why did God say enough? Why? Brother Fire, why did God say enough? The three days is not up. And when God says something, he doesn't change his mind. Because he is not a liar. But when the angel got to Jerusalem That's right. and was about to strike, God said enough. Hmm. Something has been going on in your family. When it gets to your time, God was done. And I hear God shouting, Enough! I hear God shouting, Enough! I hear God shouting, Enough! Somebody shout, Enough! God said, Enough! Withdraw your hand. So the angel was ready in motion. He wanted to strike. God said, enough. Withdraw your hands. The angel of the Lord was then at the threshing floor of Arauna, the Jebusites. So the angel was striking, was striking prophet. He got to a place where the angel was standing. Bible said that it was a piece of land. That was not Jerusalem. The whole capacity of Jerusalem. It was just a piece of land. But where the angel was standing to execute judgment, that piece of land belonged to a certain man. And that man was called Arana, the Jebusite. Now who is this man? He said, God said enough. Why? Because there is something about the threshing floor. The threshing floor is the place of separation. So remember when the Ark of the Covenant was being brought and they, they, they got to the threshing floor, Bible said that when Uzzah wanted to touch the covenant, God strike him. Why? Because that place is the place of separation. But that is not my topic now. He got there and God said enough. Who is this man? Aburana the Jebusite. You see, you can touch everybody. But there are some people, they carry something on their head. There are some people, they carry something on their head. Somebody shout, I carry something. I carry something. Shout, I carry something. I carry something. Shout, I carry something. I carry something. They go to that floor. God said that no, the land you are standing on is a land of covenant. I have said I am going to destroy for three days, but where you are standing, angel, is a mistake. Because it is a land of sacrifice. And sacrifice speaks louder. When you are standing that this man's land, you cannot stand there and execute judgment over the land. Because Arana was a man of covenant and sacrifice. They all know this man understood sacrifice. This man is a man who operates in certain. Let me tell you something. It is not everybody you can fight with. And let me tell you something. It is not everybody you can win your battles over them. That is the truth. In the realm of the spirits, some things are not wickedness. They are trading. That is why in a house, everybody, young people will be dying, then an old man is still alive. No, I'm telling you something. I, I am example of that. My grandfather wanted to exchange my life for his life. 
He wanted to exchange my life. God, my grandmother has given birth to 12 children. And they said that in a can, they have something called Bedujai. Those of you who don't understand Bedujai, it is a language. And the day they were going to sacrifice that thing, my father had a dream that I was dead. Prophet, the people came to carry my father, said that my father to his rough. He sacked them. The afternoon for them to sacrifice the goats, to pacify whatever, whatever, whatever. My grandfather had a dream that one of the goats, the goat were sacrificing, has turned to the grandchild. So my mother went to the room and heard my grandfather talking to my, my grandmother. And my grandmother turned to him and said that nobody would die your death for you this time around. You would die your own death. My mother couldn't understand it. Somebody shout enough. Enough. When they killed that goat, 30 minutes they went to the room, the man was dead. I declare in the name of Jesus, Jesus. anybody who has targeted something of yours Jesus. and want to exchange your children, Jesus. want to exchange your life, Jesus. somebody shall fire, shall fire, shall fire, shall fire. I'm talking about God. Himself was killing, but when he got to the man who has a covenant, the man, Arana Jejebusite, had the covenant with God. And when God got to that land, God said that I cannot destroy again. I speak in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Your sacrifices on this altar. My God. Any sacrifice you have put on this altar. Jesus. Any sacrifices you have put in the work of God. Jesus. I declare by the Spirit of the Lord. Yes, Lord. Even when you are asleep, Jesus. let your covenant speak for you. When you are asleep, Jesus. let your covenant speak for you. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. And oh, and I see that covenant. God got to that land, and Arana the Jebusite was standing there, and he has heard news that people are dying in Dan, people are dying in Bathsheba, people are dying in the other cities, and he was his his his, his land is to the entrance of Jerusalem. So if the angel is Killing, it will start from his house. But this man was standing there, and the angel got there. And I heard a runner saying in Psalm 91 that them that dwell in the secret place of the most high God shall dwell and abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Somebody shouts, secret dwellers. Secret dwellers. Let me tell you something. We can be staying in Spintes, but we are in the same location, but we are not in the same space. We can be staying in Medina. No, your house is next to mine, but it doesn't mean that we all have the security measures the same way. And God said that them that dwell in the secret place of the Most High God. See, some of you, um, this next level conference, it is a spiritual week for you. It is a spiritual week. And in spiritual week, we do secret things. There are things we do in secret that makes us conquer outside. I'm telling you. There are one group of people, everybody is scared of them. Prophet, everybody is scared of them. The moment you hear, hear that this person belongs to a secret society, you are afraid of them. Two of us. 
It doesn't matter your prayers. It doesn't matter. This person belongs to a secret society. You are scared of them. Some way, somehow. Even if you are not scared, you respect them. <laughs> you respect them. Why are you scared of them? Because you don't know what they do in secret. You don't know what they do in secret. Let me tell you something. It is about time the church must know that when they enter into the sanctuary, they have entered into the secret place of the Most High God. Secret place. Do dangerous things. Secrets. Our offerings, our sacrifices, our seeds are secret things we do. Secret things we do. Somebody thinks that. No. The confusion of many is that I have given a seed of 50 cities and I'm expecting God to give me a thousand cities. Yes, God can do that. But sometimes when you give the seed of 50 cities, instead of thousand cities, you didn't see it and you are complaining. But God delivered you out of an accident because of the seed that you came to put on the altar. I declare somebody will give a seed and will say that God, I need a marriage. But God said, at this time of your life, you don't need marriage. There are demons that are coming after you and I need to secure your boundaries. So when you obey the voice of the prophet, God, use that to save your life. Somebody shall fire. is about to happen the second half of the conference. Yeah. The second half of the conference. Because you know, Bible says that at a certain point in time, the angel of the Lord comes and stirs the water. I know you know the anointing in this house. But let me tell you something. There is going to be another kind of stirring. There's going to be another kind of staring. And I said, see, prophet knows his core, but he himself doesn't know the kind of magnitude of anointing he carries. Because God said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of any man. So he himself doesn't know how much oil that God is going to do. And let me tell you something. Sometimes God does the unusual. Things that you think that God will not do. I was sitting there, I was listening to the woman's testimony. And I said, because I am a pastor, I know ladies who come to me that pray for me for marriage. And I look at them and they have everything. I mean, if they have everything, I'm saying that they have everything. They have everything. But how come that this God will look at a lady who has one child, two, three, four, five? You look at her. And God will just say that I am God and I show mercy upon whom I show mercy and I show favor upon whom I show favor. I declare upon your life this morning in the name of Jesus that God is showing you unusual favor. Somebody shout and receive it.
Lady, come. You, give me oil. Malutu sapadi kataba. to somebody here, the person will confirm. You know where people have gone to? Because everybody needs resource. Life is full of resource. There are two things we are all looking for profit. Well done and congratulations. That is all. Well done. Congratulations. That is all. And people will do anything they need to get that thing. Seven days in the forest crosses rivers. He said they go to a place. They have to take off some of the places you can't cross. They have to take. They were walking in the forest. And they entered into a village. And they went to do things. Let me tell you something. If you and this man have your contract in one office. Answer yourself. There are things that we do on the altar of God. It doesn't matter even how small it is. When you believe and you act by faith, God stands on that and turns things around for you. God stands on and turns things around for you. 
this Aruna the Jebusite God said that I cannot touch because this man is dwelling in the secret place secret place of the most high that them that dwell in the secret place of the most high God shall abide under the shadow of the almighty I will say of the Lord he is my refuge and my fortress he is my shield and my buckler he said that because of that the pestilence that creeps at night there are things when men are asleep there are things that creeps the pestilence that creeps at night they cannot harm me nor the arrows that flyeth at noonday. I declare, sometimes we think that our attack is only at the, at the, at the night. But Bible said there are some arrows. Those arrows, they fly at noonday. I declare any arrow that is flying in the name of Jesus, with your name on it, with your name on it, I declare in the name of Jesus, let the fire of God, somebody shall fire. lost the dad. He was sick for about two years. He lost him. He went to the village for the funeral. And around the funeral, something, a commotion happened. And what happened? The whole family gathered and they were discussing it. And a woman crying came and said that I didn't mean to kill him. This man was a high fire service officer. The woman said that I didn't mean to kill him. And the woman started explaining. He said that what I did was not meant for him. What I did was not meant for him. And the woman said the story, she said that. The man has a nephew who was named after him. And the, ma- the guy works at Circle after GCB. He deals in phones and accessories and those things. And the woman, they had a fight in the hometown. So the woman went to consult mediums. And said that they did certain things. And the malam threw a stone. To go and hit the boy. Early Monday morning. But that day the boy did not go to work. I believe that the boy comes to power for you. That day the boy did not go to work. And the uncle wanted to go and visit him. So when the uncle got there, he and the boy, they have the same name because he was named after him. The stone located him. So all of a sudden, the man's car was parked there. He started going numb. He fell down. It was people who were standing by that took his phone and called, called numbers and they called the family. We drove there. When we went there, the man, part of him was paralyzed. Somebody, it was somewhere, took a stone and threw it. The stone you threw yesterday. You see, there are things, eh, they are mysteries and they are spiritual. So when you are in a prophetic service, anything that happens, even when your eyes don't see them, people say that, oh, I was delivered from an accident. Let me tell you, do you know the many things God delivered you from that you never saw it? I am closing now. But look at it. The, the man got sick. We did everything. They did everything. The man died. And at his barrier, the woman came confessing. Anybody who has written your name, Jesus, who has said any negative word concerning Jesus, your children, Jesus. by the spirit of the living God, yes, let it backfire in the name of Jesus. Let it backfire. Backfire. Let it backfire. Backfire. Because of time, let's jump to verse 23. Verse 23. And the king, no, before 23, let me show you something here. I am ending very soon. Are you being blessed? That's right. Are you being blessed? Yes. Are you being blessed? Yes. Let's go to verse 18. 
verse 18. On that day, on that day, God went to David and said to him, now listen to me. God was the prophet, brother fire. And he went to David and prophet, God told David that go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aruna, the Jebusite. God didn't say anything to God. But God being a prophet, someone who understands prophetic signs and tokens and emblems in the spirits and the shiftings of clouds and can read things. You see, there are people who read things. There are people who can see and they will know. That is why Bible says that when Jesus was born, wise men from the east, they saw a star in the sky and they looked at the star and they said, this star looks like a star of a great king. No one has said anything to them, but they saw the star. Now I'm asking you, who has located your star? There are men and women who can see somebody, can see a child star. That is why Sunday, everybody is bringing their children here. Nobody can take what belongs to you. Nobody can take what belongs to you. In the name of Jesus. The prophet said that, you see. God has said he is killing everybody. He is destroying people for three days. But when God got to Aruna's land, God is not able to strike again. And he gave him a prophetic direction. Somebody say prophetic direction. Somebody say prophetic direction. He said, go up to this land, this particular land. And go and establish an altar on that land. There are some of us was listening to the woman. The uncle said, I will kill you. The uncle said, I will kill you. How can she survive? The prophet gave her a prophetic direction. And by that prophetic direction, that calamity in her life came to an end. I declare in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Under this next level conference, yes. any prophetic direction you are back to it, any prophetic direction you have done, I declare in the name of Jesus, yes, let you see results. May you see results in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You need a prophet. There are many testimonies I have worked with these prophets of God and I've seen God do in people's life. May you receive your resource in the name of Jesus. As I am declaring and confirming the prophecies that has been going on, I declare in the name of Jesus, Prophet Blind declared that 24 hour miracle as your hands are lifted up, may your 24 hour respond in the name of Jesus. I was praying to God this morning and I said to God, God, it is left with eight hours. The prophet said 24 hours. I have crossed certain hours. It is left with eight hours. I declare in the name of Jesus, before this evening, let someone receive a miracle. Somebody shout and receive it. This is an unusual week. is about to do and God is doing unusual things. In the name of Jesus. Let me end on 24. Let me end on 24. Let me end on 24. Verse 24. Because of time, the 
king went to Aruna. You see, this man was a mysterious man. And Aruna ran and laid down on the king's feet. And the king said, I have a prophetic direction that there is a plague in the land of Israel. And I want your land. Why his land? Because they are different lands. But that was a land of sacrifice and covenants. And he said, I need your land to build an altar unto the Lord. Then Aruna laid down on his feet and said, my king, take my land for free. Don't only take my land. I have oxen. I have bulls. I have sheep. Take it and lift up an altar unto the Lord. This man was a man who understood sacrifices. So what was killing people couldn't kill him because he had the covenant of sacrifice. Let me tell you something. People can confuse you and people will tell you that no, no, you don't, no, don't waste your time. But you see, people who are telling you that don't waste your time, they have what they do in secret. They have what they do in secret. Every businessman. I was with Prophet Brian at Abuja. We met a governor. He was an ex-governor. And this man was going through a lot of investigations. And he said to Prophet Brian, he said that, man of God, when I was a governor, I made decisions that I didn't know I signed them. Said I made it. I have I signed contracts. That's it. Was after I got out of power, I was asking myself, how could I? Because people who come and stand in your in front of you, they are not coming with their two eyes. No, they are not coming with their two eyes. He said, I have made certain decisions and. I don't know how I made them. I don't know how I made them. Because people have concerned. I have a classmate who is a judge. And prophet said that there are judges here. See, my, 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 my friend told me that. said, man of God, there are some cases, five years I have not been able to open the fire. He said, the clerk will bring it that we will, the case is tomorrow. When they put the fire on you, I will go blind. I won't see anything. So I have to adjourn the case. Hey. He said there are cases, five years. He said sometimes they will bring the case and I will see that morally and legally this person must be given the, 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 the case must go in his verdict. But sometimes you won't know. You will get home and you know that you've made a mistake. You are saying, ah. No, no, do you think that what you, some of you have court cases? You come to prophet and you say that prophet, I need to win this case. Then prophet will take the communion and he'll take the oil and he will speak. And when he speaks, something shifts in the atmosphere. So a case that should have gone against you by the prophetic declaration it turns and goes in your favor. He says, I can't close it. He says, I can't open certain cases. And I said, what will you do about it? He said that I will leave it till I leave that place. The next church who will come should come and continue it. Say sacrifices. Say sacrifices. The man said that I'm giving you everything. Take it. He understood sacrifice. So when things were going wrong in everybody's life, when it got to his turn, the sacrifice was louder. I declare in the name of Jesus. I don't know whom I am speaking to today. I don't know whom I am speaking to today. But there is a sacrifice some of you have released in the kingdom of God here on this land some of you your sweat is in this land your sweat is in this building your sweat is in this
this church and I speak as a prophet and I declare in the name of Jesus let God remember your sacrifice somebody shout I receive it
No, you can't win over them. You can't fight them. You can't fight them. You can't fight them. When Machion, the founder of Pentecost, his early crusade at Isamaikase, he was preaching three days. Man of God, he was preaching. And after he finished preaching the, third, the second day, he said, I want people to come and support the crusade because that was the beginning of the church. And people were standing there. Then there was this wretched man who walked to one of the deacons and said, ah. Thank you for joining us on Power for Your Living podcast. You can contact Prophet Daniela Martin on www.danielamartin.net or call the toll-free number 1-844-314-7337 or call plus 233-240-799910 or email amoatt at hotmail.com. If you were blessed by this message, you can prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry by giving your offering on www.danielamwating.net or cash up, dollar sign, power of worship, one, or PayPal, info at danielamwating.net or MTN mobile money, 055-0000881. Thank you. You can worship with Prophet Daniela Martin at Power of Worship International Ministries, Spinktest Road, Accra, Ghana, or any of his international branches across the world. Visit us on our social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Clubhouse, at Daniel Amwating, or Power of Worship International on Facebook. Thank you.